0: Good morning and welcome to Our Town on Classic Hits 103.7 and 1340 WAGN 100.1 FM. Our Town brought to you by First National Trust and Wealth Management in Menominee. I'm Amber Mishka, and this morning I'm talking with Nicole Albrecht with Marinette County's Adult Protective Services that's housed within the county's Aging and Disability Resource Center. And we are talking about scams. They are definitely on the rise. Phone scams, computer scams, um, all types of things to look out for. So good morning to you, Nicole.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: Good. So let's talk about how common these scams really are because it seems like they are certainly increasing.
1: Yes, so in our area scams are much more common than someone would think. So to put it on a nationwide level, the Bureau of Justice statistics say that one in four cases of financial abuse is reported. And so when I say financial abuse or financial exploitation, we refer to our scams that we investigate under those umbrellas of categories. So in our local level, last year in 2018, we investigated 35 financial exploitation cases, which included a lot of scams. Now that may not seem for a county-wide that 35 is a lot, but when you look at the statistic that one in four cases is only reported, I mean that number is almost tripled in our area.
0: So what kinds of scams are we seeing uh, increasing in popularity in our area?
1: A lot of the scams that we see revolve around the lottery scams. So we have a lot of our elderly population who are getting phone calls or mailers saying that they've won X amount of dollars, and in order to retrieve this money, they need to withdraw a certain amount of money from their bank account, or they need to buy a gift card, um, such as an Amazon, eBay, iTunes gift card, and give that to The scammer, in order to collect their winnings. Some of the other scams that we have encountered are computer scams. So, we have some individuals who are pretty tech savvy and they're on their computers, and there's pop ups coming up saying you need to renew your subscription for Microsoft or something like that. And by them following through with these directives, they put in their sometimes social security number. Uh, sometimes they put in their credit card information and then scammers are able to get into their computer and collect a lot of personal personal information. Uh, One of the other scams that we have seen closely in our area are the relationship scams. So there are people from sometimes other countries um, forming relationships with our elderly population or vulnerable adults and what they're doing is making uh, a trusting relationship and they build off of that and slowly they get these individuals to start giving them uh, their finances.
0: And one thing that we have heard about um, a year or so ago, it came from the sheriff's office. We were talking about um, the grandparent grandparent scam or the grandchild's grandchild scam. Is that something that's still happening? And can you explain what that is and what that looks like? Yes. We haven't
1: encountered lately uh, anyone with who has fallen victim of the grandparent scam, but it is a really popular scam. Uh, so what happens is... Uh, elderly person receives a phone call saying, you know, hi, Grandma, this is so-and-so. I've gotten in a lot of trouble. I'm in jail, or I got a huge fine. I need this amount of money. Please don't tell Mom and Dad and just send it right away. And these grandparents are worried about their grandchildren, so they're following through with this. They're giving what's ever asked of them, But they're not stopping to put two and two together that this may not actually be my grandchild and this might not actually be occurring.
0: How can you tell if something might be a scam? What are some some of the red flags?
1: So what we always tell people is, you know, number one, if someone's calling you and you don't recognize that phone number, don't pick it up. A lot of times scammers are calling from numbers that will show, you know, Marinette, Wisconsin or, you know, Menominee, Michigan, things like that. But if you don't recognize the number, Uh, Don't pick up. And if they start to ask you personal questions that something just doesn't seem right, or they're asking for personal information and you've never met this person before, we always say that's a major red flag. You know, don't share any personal information and start asking questions yourself. You know, why do you need this information? What's a callback number that I could call your company at? Or, You know, if they're claiming that it's their grandchild, let me give you a call back quick. I need to think about this. What's the number that I can call you back at? And often when you start asking those type of questions, the scammers don't want you to call them back. They're not going to give you information to be able to actually reach them. Who is being targeted? Is there a certain
0: demographic?
1: So a lot of the population that we see targeted is our older population. So our aging adults, often our aging population is a population that has money um, or they're the population that's retired. So they're often more accessible, whether it's by phone or if someone is showing up um, right at their house. And then our older population, we often see people who have a lot of memory problems and that makes them more attractive targets to our scammers. So, in our area, estimated in 2020, in Marinette County alone, it is projected that 1,149 individuals will be diagnosed with dementia. So that shows you there that we have you know, a higher population of people that could become easy targets for
0: scammers. How can you protect yourself against something like this? What are some of those steps?
1: So we give a lot of tips and information, and one of the things that we always say is if people – don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. They can always call us at our Aging and Disability Resource Center, and I know we'll share that that number later. Um, but You know, that's a first step too. You can call. You can ask if something doesn't seem right, or what are some ways I can protect myself. But when we're meeting with people, whether it's um, community members, we're out on an investigation, or we're doing outreach, we always share. With people not to answer their phone like I had mentioned before. Uh, Consider changing your number if you become a victim and people are repeatedly calling you. People can reach out to law enforcement if they're feeling threatened. Uh, Our adult protective services agency is um, an advocate for people as well so we can help people initiate phone calls if it's possible back to a scammer or be present to help them Think of how they can talk to the scammer and things that they can ask them to try and get them to you know, leave them alone, essentially. Uh, making sure all personal information is kept safe. That is huge. So if someone's calling and asking for your social security number, your credit card number, even your, your phone number and address, not giving out any of that personal information at
0: all. And so it sounds like vigilance is really important and and a mindfulness of current fraud trends. Is there any way that people can kind of stay um, ahead of this or on top of of what's trending?
1: Yeah. So being, like you said, being vigilant is, it's huge. So unfortunately, you know, we say that it's not until you actually become a victim of fraud that you become more vigilant. Um, So Staying ahead of things, talking to family members, being aware of what is out there in the news, whether it's nationwide or whether it's locally. And when you're hearing this information, talking to your friends, talking to your family members, the more that we share this information with others in our community, the more people are going to be able to be more vigilant.
0: One thing that we hear a lot um, following major Storm events or things like that is um, home repair scams and fraud and stuff like that. Is that something that's happening in our area, and how can you prevent those types of situations?
1: We have not seen a lot of home repair scams in our area. However, it is something that we do touch upon, a tip to protect yourself. And what we suggest is if you're in a situation where you are needing home repairs, whether it's you know outside or inside, getting at least three quotes. So reaching out to three different companies to gather information and then touching base with your family member or your support network and seeing if they're aware of that company, um, if they have any feedback or if they have friends or family member who have personally used those companies. When you're getting several quotes from a company, then you're not narrowing in on, on just one that could potentially be someone who is going to scam you. And then it gives you options as well
0: and ATM uh, card skimmers or those skimmers popping up at gas pumps is something we've been hearing a lot about as well.
1: Yes we had attended a training so we were getting educated on some of the scams in our area and it was shared with us that some of our local law enforcement had found a skimmer in our area. Uh, It had been taken care of but These are things that I often think are maybe happening on a greater level, you know, bigger cities. And it was really eye-opening to realize that these things really touch close to home and are happening in our area.
0: In that specific instance, kind of what do you look for? How would you know that maybe there's a skimmer in place?
1: from what I've been told, sometimes you cannot see it. But the best thing to do is if you're using a machine, be aware of your surroundings, making sure, you know, a gas pump or an ATM that others aren't around you. Just looking before you enter your card into the machine to make sure something doesn't seem off to you. So just really being aware of your surroundings, um, protecting your information when you're using a gas pump or an ATM.
0: And certainly in all of these cases, reviewing financial statements also important.
1: Yes. Reviewing financial statements frequently is very important. Um, When you're well aware of what's going on in your accounts, you're going to be vigilant to whether, you know, someone has been able to access your finances or if you fell victim to a scam and you didn't know it and that person's now able to have access to your account and is taking money out of your account. So reviewing your statements on, you know, a weekly or monthly basis, making sure that your banking institute has all of your current information. So your phone number, your current address, so that if they notice something is going on in the, your account, they're able to contact you and you can stop it before it gets too far.
0: All right. Well, we've got to take a short commercial break, but stay tuned. Our we will be back after this. We're back on Our Town on Classic Hits 103.7 and 1340 WAGN 100.1 FM. Our Town brought to you by First National Trust and Wealth Management in Menominee. I'm Amber Mishka and I'm joined this morning by Nicole Albrecht with Marinette County's Adult Protective Services talking about scams. So some of these scammers, Nicole, can become pretty threatening and persistent and convincing.
1: Yes, they can. And that is why our, especially our older population, I think falls victim to these scams is because they're so trusting and the, and they're afraid. So in our area, we have been, um, we've been part of investigating a scam that had really gone to the next level, threatening, you know, a community member. They had gone to the point of Sending a moving truck to the home, sending a tow truck to the home and even sending a taxi to a home to try and convince someone to get in to go to the pharmacy to change up their prescriptions. And they are very persistent. You know, when people aren't following through with these bigger things like sending taxis and things like that then they often start to call the person's phone 24 seven. And that's when it comes to a point where someone has to decide, is it time to change my number, You know, disconnect my phone? Because they are ruthless. They don't care about the person on the other side of the phone. They are just trying to get access to someone's finances.
0: A lot of times um, with these phones, phone scams or computer scams, uh, these people are asking for money in the forms of gift cards and things like that. Why is that happening? So unfortunately,
1: scammers are very smart. They ask for uh, you know, money orders or people to wire money and gift cards because once they've been able to obtain that money, so often they will ask for a $500 gift card to iTunes and you just need to call and read them the PIN number. So once they've taken that PIN number and they've accessed it, they have that money and there's no way for you to obtain that money back.
0: So definitely a big red flag for people if someone is asking for money in the form of gift card, probably not legitimate.
1: Yes. And we always say, too, it's a big red flag that if someone calls you with that lottery scam being so popular and saying, you know, you've won $18 million, but we first need you to pay the taxes of $5,000 or just in a couple of increments of $300 here, $200 here. If you've actually won something, the chances are they're not going to be asking you to pay to actually get your winnings.
0: And uh, tax season coming up, but things like the IRS scam, social security scam is something else that we hear a lot about. Yes. And so
1: we p- try and provide as much education as possible that if you fall victim to the IRS scam, I've actually gotten voicemails in regards to the IRS scam on my phone that we've been told if the IRS really wants you, that they're going to, they will find you. They, they will come to your house. They will make a point of getting a hold of you if, if it is actually accurate. And same with the social security scam. The social security, We'll reach out to you. I've been told through certified mail or you can go into the Social Security office or call and say, is this actually occurring? Would you call and ask these questions? And often they say those are questions that we would not ask over the phone.
0: Because the older population is being targeted, it seems like it's really important for families to be stepping in and looking out for their loved ones and educating them about these things that are going on.
1: It is. And unfortunately, Amber, in our area, especially when you get further up north, a lot of our aging population, they don't have a natural support system or they don't have family members. So we really try and get the word out there like, you know, through this resource today so that they know that our Aging and Disability Resource Center and Adult Protective Services can serve as an advocate for them and that they have a trusting place where they can come and talk about a scam that might be occurring or if they're
0: falling victim to something. Why are we seeing such a rapid increase? Because it seems like it's really exploded over the last few years here. You know, I
1: do not have an exact answer to that, but I think, you know, I would think that our, in especially in Marinette County, our population is our older adults and we have you know an aging population that like i mentioned before they're a more attractive a target because they often have money they also often have memory problems and i think that is why we are seeing
0: you know, if I had to guess, that's why we're seeing a lot more of an increase, especially locally. But we should emphasize that these scammers aren't discriminating against their victims and really anyone can fall victim to it. Yes, they do not
1: discriminate at all.
0: And when we go and we do these presentations, this is one of the
1: things that, you know, it's really, I find really important to share because we have personally investigated scams where there have been elderly individuals in the nursing home. They've reached out to nursing homes to try and scam. We've had really educated professionals fall victim of scams. Um, teachers and professors, you know, doctors and nurses, people who don't have money at all and people who do have a lot of access to finances. The scammers don't care what your background is. They have one main goal and that is trying to obtain finances
0: from someone that they can gain their trust in. If I do feel like I may have uh, fallen victim to one of these scams, what do I need to do? There are several steps someone can take,
1: and a lot of times people are embarrassed, and that's why we always say scammers don't discriminate. So don't be embarrassed. But if you feel you've become a victim, or you feel a family member, neighbor, community member is falling victim to scam, you can reach out to family and talk to them, and you know your natural support system. And for those who don't have it, we you know urge them to call our Aging and Disability Resource Center, ask to speak with an Adult Protective Service worker, and just ask us questions. You don't have to share your personal information. You can just ask in general. You don't even have to tell us that this is occurring, you know, this is happening to me. Um, But ask questions, and we will provide as much education we have. We have resources, too, if you are, you know, knee-deep in a scam. We connect people to law enforcement to report. We have legal resources that we can provide to people, different pamphlets, things like that, that can really help someone feel that they can
0: either get some answers or just get some support. And it's also important to point out that they don't necessarily need proof that it's a scam to report it.
1: They do not, and that is huge. So just in Adult Protective Services across the board, when it comes to investigating abuse and neglect. When people call and report, you do not have to have any type of proof. So if you think that, you know, your neighbor or you run into someone at the grocery store often, you know their name um, and you have a contact information for them and you feel they're victim of a scam, you can call and you can share that with us. You always remain confidential. So that's really big for us to tell people when you're reporting. You remain confidential. So they're not going to link you to reporting that. And you don't have to have any proof at all. You can call and say, hey, I think my neighbor Susie, um, I think she's fallen victim of a lottery scam. She's been talking about going to the grocery store lately and purchasing gift cards. You know, that information is helpful for us to have so we can reach out to someone and try and stop that before it gets too far.
0: You said earlier that only about one in every four people actually report these scams. Why is that? I think it is a sense of sometimes fear for people, especially
1: if you're self-reporting. You know, they're afraid you fall victim or you're embarrassed. I think when it comes to a community, some people feel it's not their place. You You know, I need to look out for myself. It's not my place. And when you get to places, you know, more remote in our county, people seem to look out for each other. They have each other's backs. So sometimes people don't think it's necessary
0: to report. And um, talk about that do not call registry because that's still something that's active and it's, it's pretty helpful for people to try and avoid some of this. Yes. So
1: we had a local law enforcement agent um, share with us a do not call number. And what this number will do is you call from your personal cell phone or you call from your house phone, and then it will put your number on that do not call registry. So that number is 1-888-382-1222. And the big thing is to make sure you're calling exactly from the phone that you want to register on that list.
0: And only one time you need to call and you're you're on there for good? Yes, only one time. So
1: if you think you have registered in the past, when you call the number, it will actually ask you a prompt that you can press a number and check if your phone number to your home or your cell phone is already registered.
0: It's a pretty quick process. I know you uh, gave this presentation to Marinette County's Health and Human Services Board and it took about a minute for the phone call in its entirety. It did, yep.
1: It think it's just about a minute, maybe right under there to dial, uh, follow the prompts. It's fairly simple. You type in your phone number and they will tell you that you're registered on the do not call registry list and they'll share a little bit of information with you as well.
0: All right. Well, we've been talking today with Nicole Albrecht from Marinette County's Adult Protective Services. If you want to get more information about scams or you feel you you may have been a victim of one, you can go ahead and call the Aging and Disability Resource Center at 715-732-3850. Today's show brought to you by First National Trust and Wealth Management in Menominee. I'm Amber Mishka. Thank you for tuning in to Our Town.